Hey, what's going on, guys? It's your boy Matt St. Jack. Whether you're an avid anime fan, a wee tadpole still finding your way, or anywhere in between, I'll be providing my opinions and insights on anime old and new. Think Yelp with help from friends and producers from other shows weighing in. I know you can't wait to hear, and I can't wait to tell, so let's get to it. This is Matt St. Jack with Anime Talk. Let's go. Yo, 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 what's going on? It's your boy Matt St. Jack back at it again with the white bands, except there's always no white bands, guys. But I'm back at it again with another awesome episode of Anime Talk. Welcome to the show, my peeps. Um, today, uh, it's just going to be me just talking to my beautiful, lovely voice. Uh, I know that you guys just can't get enough of it. But um, back at it again with another awesome episode of Anime Talk. Like I said, today, um, I know that it's already kind of been going for about, what, four days now, four or five days now. But happy Black History, you know, month to all my all my African-American descendants, my African, my, my American, my whatever you want to, whatever you identify as, um, my melanin people. Just happy Black History Month. Um, you know, let's go ahead and let's go out here. Let's do great things. Um, obviously, you know what I'm saying? We're all, we always talk about the big ones, you know, your, your Rosa Parks, your Martin Luther King Jr., your Maya Angelou's and stuff like that. But let's just be content everybody um and be the light you know in a world full of darkness um so um today obviously um with black history month looming over of course it was only fitting that the first episode of um you know the show for this month be about black history month so today i'm going to be talking through um some favorite um slash iconic black characters in anime if you guys listen to this one i believe that i did this it was episode two um or it was episode three season two i want to say the first time i did this yeah episode three season two that i did a few black history uh or black characters in anime um so this is kind of going to be a part two kind of a continuation from for that but uh before i get into it i want to thank you as always uh, each and every one of you for listening to the show and sharing the show without you guys this wouldn't be nearly as fun and or rewarding if you're not already following me on social media you can find me on twitter and instagram at anime talk 12 that's anime talk and the number one two twelve um there you will find updates and news in regards to upcoming giveaways and uh, and episodes and things like that at the time i don't have anything like i said i, I mean it's an open invitation at this point if you want a sticker reach out to your boy um you know on one of those social media platforms and i'll make sure to get you a sticker out um but yeah, outside of that, I don't think I really have anything. Just looking forward to continuing this season, guys. It's crazy that this season is already, like, just kind of snuck up on us. Like, we're already season four, episode 12. That means eight more episodes to go in this season. For those of you who have been here before, you know that I'd try to go about 20 episodes a season. And it's crazy to think that at the end of this season, I'm going to have 80 episodes of content out. So that is absolutely blowing my mind every single time that I sit down and think about it. So again, thank you guys, um, you know, for that. And just, like I said, just continue to support your boy. I'm working on some merch. So I guess that's kind of an update, working on some merch. Hopefully we'll get that up so you guys can get some anime talk swag um 
But yeah, as always, let me know when you follow uh, me on those social media pages if you like or dislike an episode because I love interacting with you, the fans. I've had a couple people reach out to me, tell me some good stuff, uh, give me some suggestions and things like that. So please make sure that you guys continue to reach out and interact with your boy. Um, As always, there may be spoilers ahead, so you have been warned. Shout out to the homie Alejandro. There aren't many... There shouldn't be like many spoilers so much because I'm just specifically talking about characters, not so much the show, though I guess some shows I can go into. So as always, like I said, you have been warned. So now that all of that is set, like that is almost record time, I feel like it's like four minutes into a show when I was actually able to jump into the show. Without further ado, let's go ahead and get into the show. So, um, first and foremost, like I said, we're going to talk through a few iconic black characters in anime part two, I guess you could say. Um, The sources I used were my anime list and fandom uh, pages, like various fandom pages. For those of you who know... um, who know me, you know I'm always trying to get somebody's affiliation because I use all these sources all the time. But shout out to the people in the communities on fandom that sit down and, and, and you know, uh, put all this stuff down and compile all this information because I don't know how y'all have time or, you know what I'm saying, just the stuff that y'all find, blood types, height, weight, all this stuff. How do you find that out in an anime? I have no idea, but hey, maybe you're guessing. I have no idea. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even question it. So... We're all good, <laughs> but shout out to them, and of course, my anime list, Already, always love my anime list, so um, this was, this the idea for some of these characters originally came from an idea that I saw on a Facebook group that was talking about some black history characters, I think it was like 35 of them, um, and I couldn't remember the original post, I always like to, you know, if you listen to the show, I like to give credit where credit is due, and I can't remember who posted it, so I'm sorry about the person whose list I guess I'm taking, though they could have taken it from another list, because it was literally in a group from another group, so... Not exactly sure who gave some of these characters, but I definitely decided to kind of take a couple off of that. So shout out to them as well. So let's go ahead and jump straight into it. Now I'm jumping into it. It's five minutes and, you know, 30 seconds into the show. But anyway, so the first show or the first couple of characters I decided to talk about are from the same show. Um, So the show was Great Pretender. It was an 8.28 ranking. I absolutely love this show. For those of you who don't know, I know I talked about this before. It's a really good show. Please go watch it. 23 episodes. Uh, it originally aired July 9th, 2020 to December 17th, 2020, uh, 2020 as well. I was about to say 2022. No, it didn't because I'd be excited if there was more. Um, I heard some rumblings of this show that there could potentially be like a new season that comes back just because of how season two ended. Um, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised. But at the same time, I kind of feel like you can only do so many things with cons and stuff like that. So I don't know. I guess you could kind of do like an unlimited you know, thing, but I don't know how far down that rabbit hole that you want to go. So the two characters that I decided to speak on, one, uh, the first one is Dorothy. So Dorothy is one of the main characters in the show. She was in the first group, um, when uh Laurent when he first had his first like con group um I didn't have her age they didn't have her age on the wiki I don't necessarily know her alias in this situation I know that she was a former con woman um she's super smart which is her skill um and then the random facts right so that's how I'm pretty much going to schedule uh kind of like you know schedule slash like I guess shape this so it's going to be character name age alias occupation skills and then random facts just so you know um so random facts Dorothy is a charismatic and confident woman who takes great pride in her skills as well as her achievements she is also 
Um, she's also extroverted, smart, and never shows any hint of shyness. Dorothy was a con woman who was part of the original core team of team or core member of Team Confidence alongside a couple of different people. Um, of all her cons, there was one where she ended up um she ended up trying to con a con artist, which, you know, they say don't try to con a con artist. But this guy named Hugo, who she planned on basically taking his money while pretending to be his girlfriend. Laurent tried to show up. Uh, he tried to show up and attack Hugo. Dorothy jumped in front of him and took a knife to the abdomen. So this is case in point. Like, she was a ride or die. Like, if you ever just sat down and was like, oh, man, like, who's going who's gonna to ride with me? Who's going to die with me? Like, she she was a ride or die. She jumped in front of this man. The, the, the deal went wrong. The heist went wrong she jumped in front of him she got stabbed in the abdomen for this man and Laurent you know what I'm saying Laurent was there you know and he really couldn't do anything he was kind of useless in that situation um he you know she also um she kind of played a pivotal role in recruiting him in the first place um to be a con artist and eventually obviously you know what I'm saying they fell in love after you know they kind of you know, got to know each other a little bit more. Um, during her last mission with Laurent and the gang uh, to take down a ring of human traffickers, the case goes horribly wrong, and Dorothy ends up getting shot and falls off the boat with Laurent watching her fall to her presumed death. Um, but he keeps the ring that he gave her on his necklace, uh, or keeps the ring she kept on her necklace. There you go. Um, so... I guess that kind of is a spoiler if you haven't watched it so, uh, because, I mean, it was presumed. Uh, so, I mean, at that point, I guess you can automatically, you can kind of assume that, you know, she's not really dead. I saw a couple people, like, in the, in the, in the, um, the like, you know, the form and stuff like that that was like, there's no reason why she should still be alive, you know, unless they're just going to try to drag this out for another season. I'm like, well, that very well could be a thing. But I at least want to know what her backstory, a little bit more of her backstory, her and Laurent's backstory. They gave you a kind of quick flashes, but that's, you if you like this, if you know the show and you listen to the show, you know that that one thing that I do love is a, a sneaky underlining relationship. I always love that. It doesn't have to be the vocal point, but I love the fact that there's always one there. And this one kind of was one of those ones I wish they would have exploited just a wee, a wee bit more a wee bit more so let's go ahead and move on to the second character so the second character from the same show if you've watched the show then you already know that who the next one would be but that's abigail jones we know her age is 17 to her early 20s so she's somewhere in there her earliest she goes by abby um she is a kind a con man i guess a con woman in this situation um her skills she was a ballerina and a soldier um her backstory is that she was actually born i believe in iraq so she'd be more like Arabic, um, but I'm mean, at the same time just because you know she's a color of you know of person, a melanin person. So you know what I'm saying I was like, let me go ahead and include her on the list. Um, she's an athletic, you know, woman who is Laurent's second in command um, and a member of Team Confidence. Uh, so obviously, as things kind of shook out, Laurent ended up having to go on and find another team, um, and he ended up placing Abby as her sec his second in command. Her great physical uh, abilities come in part from her childhood ballet training. Her life changed when war broke out in her homeland, Iraq, and she carries a dented medal that she won in a ballet in a ballet competition as a memento of her parents. Abigail is often cold, blunt, and brutally honest. Sometimes she's suicidal due to trauma caused by being a child soldier in Baghdad. While she acts very coldly towards others, she also shows a compassionate side as well. She's skilled in battle and combat, acting, and isn't hesitant to do what needs to be done during missions. So, 
I love Abby's character in this show because she reminds me very much of like a Revy, which I mean, I, I can't wait because, you know, I got that queued up, man. I got to talk about my waifus, uh, you know, at some point. And Revy is clearly up on top of that list because I absolutely love Revy. Like, mm, chef kiss. But she reminds me a lot of her for this version of this show because, I mean, she's just very headstrong, very cold. She's honest, uh, just, you know, very blunt. Um, but she also has kind of like that, that hidden kind of compassionate side and things like that. So I definitely love, you know, the way that they set this character up. Um, the tra- the trauma and stuff like that that she had, like the traumatic past. Like, why does everybody have a traumatic past? You know, why, you know, some people grow up, you know, and some people are like, oh, you know, I had a good upbringing, you know, to you know two parents in a household you know siblings we had a nice house it wasn't a great house but it was a decent house you know people have that it's either like that it's either you're really really rich and you had the the silver spoon upbringing it's it's like you're mediocre you know like middle of the you know middle of the pack or you just had the worst backstory ever like i i just i don't know but i guess hers would be a little bit on the on the you know the the other side of that spectrum um so yeah but i absolutely love abby um she was a really cool character so let's go ahead and move on so the next one coming from the next show we got two people out of this show as well that i decided to kind of bring up so the next show is fire force uh the ranking was a 7.72 for both seasons combined uh 48 episodes or 24 episodes 24 episodes per season uh originally aired july 6 2019 to december 28th 2019 and then it came back july 4th 2020 to december 12th 2020 so i'm assuming and one can only assume that you're, we're going to get season three right around the beginning of july to the end of december we're hoping so obviously you know because some things have been pushed back because of the, you know the pandemic and stuff but hopefully we're still on scale there that was disgusting. Sorry about that. So anyway, um, the character that we brought in, the first one was uh, Karen or Charon. I think it was Charon. I think it was Karen. Charon. Charon, I want to say Charon. I'm going to say Charon. Um, or Charon. I don't know. Either way, you know what I'm saying? I feel like Charon is like saying it very black, though. Like, I feel like his name is Charon, but, you know, if you was going to say it black, he'd be like, what up, Charon? You know what I'm saying? But anyway, um, he's 28 years old. His alias is the Counterman. Uh, his occupation, he is a member of the White Clad Society. Um, his skills, he's uh, he's got pyrokinetics. Uh, pyrokinesis i don't know why i said kinetics i looked at the word and uh he's got strong hand-to-hand combat skills uh some facts about him um he is an expert in hand-to-hand combat capable of strong quick strikes quick strikes and grabs using his overwhelming strength and sturdy muscular frame his blows were powerful enough to destroy a human body with minimal effort and leave craters into the ground his body was incredibly durable during being able to recover quickly from repeated blows a tremendous explosion and withstand slashes from blades while showing no damage um he had a he has a a second um, generation ability that allowed him to absorb and accumulate kinetic energy into his body from any attack that hit him he was able to perform his transform rather his sword power into thermal energy to attack to attack with i can't speak english apparently guys my bad um so this allowed him to both create massive explosions and withstand strong attacks from any 
pyrokinetics. Um, basically, what he does is you hit him and he transfers the energy to different parts of his body and then use it as like expressions with small gestures like snapping or clapping or something like that. Um, he does have a limit to, you know, how much how much he can actually use this ability and how much he can absorb and how much he can release. Um, and it does kind of hurt him. It, it does kind of hurt him and leave him vulnerable to counterattacks and damage when he's unleashed all of his thermal energy. So he can only absorb so much. He can only exert so much. So in between those those exchanges, he is vulnerable to a counterattack or if you hit him with a lot of, you know, hit him with a lot of energy at one time. So I like his character. I'm going to call him Charon. I like his character. I like the fact that, like, the way that they have him kind of described. If you don't know, you know, who he is and you've never watched the show, I suggest that you watch the show, obviously, first and foremost. But if you haven't watched the show and you don't really care to, at least go look his character design up. C-H-A-R-O-N. Like, go look him up and you're going to see exactly what I'm talking about. I may actually use his picture, um as as the uh on on here maybe i don't know we'll see but yeah i I absolutely like his character design as well and i like his ability the next character from the same show is ogan uh montgomery he is 17 years old alias the black star slash the king of park um he is a special fire force company four soldier um like a second class fire soldier um he's got a lot of different skills obviously he's got pyro you know kinesis because that's more this show is kind of based off of um so some facts about him ogan was inspired to become a fire soldier by stories of his ancestor the immigrant hero a ship captain who carried people to the tokyo empire during the cataclysm um he ended up basically becoming friends with shinra the main character and arthur despite having you know to moderate their various fights uh obi and uh hinawe uh, of the Fire Force Company 8 tried to recruit Ogin to their unit but he ended up joining the fourth company like they would have had the OP the most like Company 8 in this show a little backstory is supposed to be like the misfits or like you know what I'm saying like the, the 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 black sheep of like the Fire Force but if they had Shinra Arthur and Ogin like dude this 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 would have been hands down the best company ever I'm just telling you that right now. Uh, but Ogin is a third uh, generation pyrotechnic, giving him the power to create and utilize his own flames. His strength earned him recognition as the star rookie of Company 4. Um, basically, in addition to his pyrotechnic skills, um, he can he's considered a considerable a considerable skilled um hand-to-hand fighter he uses like he can he can allow like he can create multiple spears um he basically has like a surfboard like hoverboard thing that he flies around in which is kind of cool he uses like his fire for like the boosters um another thing that he can use in one of his his signature moves is his um ignition ability is the technique called flamey ink um, in which he tattoos flames into or onto his body to temporarily increase his strength. It is rumored that the strength rivals Leonard Burns in his state. So which like Leonard is like Captain Burns is like one of the hardest, like hardest hitting, you know, characters in the whole show. So it's crazy that they say that it's rumored that his strength would rival his when he's in that state. However, um, when he uses this ability, it results in him overheating very quickly. And uh, he so he uses it, you know, 
very seldomly, I guess you could say. But in that state, he basically gets enhanced strength, enhanced speed, and he's got enhanced durability and stamina. Um, so obviously, it kind of speeds him up, and then he ends up kind of cooling off if he once he overheats. So those are four of the characters that I wanted to kind of talk to. You know how we always do. We're going to take a quick commercial break. I'll come back with the next couple of characters, and uh, we'll keep this thing going, man. Black History Month, let's get it. Be right back. Alright guys, thanks for sticking around with me Welcome back to the Black History Month special The first episode of uh, February here So obviously before we went to the break You know, I talked about a couple of black uh, A couple of iconic black characters in anime We talked about Dorothy and Abigail from Great Pretender We talked about Charon or Charon And Ogan from um, from Fire Force. I don't know why I just had a blank. But uh, so let's keep on going through this list. So the next one is actually from the show Baki, Baki Second Season and the Son of Ogres, 7.43 collectively, 51 episodes. Again, if you haven't watched this show, I suggest that you watch it. It originally aired um, June 25th, 2018 to December 17th, 2018. Then they came back. It was like June 4th, 2020 was the second season. And then September 30th was 2021. Uh, December 30th, 2021 was the third season, The Son of Ogre. If you haven't watched this, again, I suggest you watch this on Netflix. You'll like it. I know you will because I like it. And if I like it, you like it. Actually, if I like it, you love it. But um, I'm just playing. But anyway, the character's name from this show, if you haven't guessed it, is Biscuit Oliver. Like, first of all, let me take a quick second to talk about this man. This man's name is Biscuit, bruh. Biscuit Oliver, and we all know biscuits is, is, you know, they usually soft and they crumble, you know what I'm saying? This man is anything, but he looked like a big old biscuit, but he don't crumble like one. The dude is a tank, um, and I literally wrote that down as his skills. Um, so age, we know that he's about 45. His alias is Mr. Unchained. Um, one of the big, you know, kind of running jokes in the show is the reason why they call him Mr. Unchained, is though even though he is, uh, well, I guess I'll get that into that in a second. Um, so the occupation, he's a fighter slash a Assassin uh, skills. I said that he's a tank. That was my, you know, my definition. I believe that he's just a tank. Um, so going back to what I was saying about Mr. Unchained, um, basically a fact about him is he's an assassin working for the U.S. government as well as being a special jailer in the in the Arizona State Prison. Basically, the reason why I say this man is Mr. Unchained or why they call him Mr. Unchained is this man comes and goes in prison like like. Like if he like as as he wants, literally he'll just show up. Like he got a house in there, he got like a whole penthouse, his own wing. He got waiters, butlers. The dude pretty much gets anything that he wants. But whenever he wants to leave jail, he can just up and just be like, "Yo, give my bike, I'm going." Like they don't mess with this man. That's how strong he is. He possesses an iron body and is almost invulnerable to everything and anything. Um, in the English dubbing of the second season, his name was changed to Oliver because at first, uh, I think they were just, like I said, we called him Biscuit and they would call him like Biscuit Oliver. Um, but then they decided to call him Oliver. He's the strongest man in the United States and the only man in Arizona's, in the Arizona prison who has complete freedom as he is considered prison staff. Uh, apparently, at some point, the government decided that it is that it was cheaper to pay for the massive meals, living quarters, and library, and all of the expensive things he demanded in exchange for him living in a prison where many prisoners are are were were where many prisoners are thanks to Olivia. Um, yeah, because yeah, he's got this girlfriend named Olivia, which if you haven't seen the show, 
Go go back and watch it, especially Son of Ogre, because you get to actually see her. We knew that she was a thing. She was someone, but you know she's a very interesting person. Um, he's a high-paid uh, mercenary for the U.S. government, specializing in apprehending and terminating criminals or threats whose power are beyond the capacity of the conventional law enforcement and military to deal with. He's super smart. Um, and he's a gigantic man with so much, like, he, this man has so many muscles that, like, the dude was able, his muscle dent, his muscles are so dense that they are able to repel close-range shotgun blasts and thrust from a katana even before tightening his muscles. This man is a walking, like, brick house. Like, you, you know what I'm saying? He's a brick dun, 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 house. I'm just saying, bro, like, Biscuit, like, you don't mess with Biscuit. Let's move on. Um, but I absolutely love Biscuit Oliver. He's probably one of my favorite characters in Baki. So definitely go look him up if you don't know this character. I recommend that you go look up any of these characters if you don't know them. You know what I'm saying? If you haven't watched the shows, go look up the character. Because you could put a face to you know what I'm describing. But um, the next character, moving right along, we're going back to... Promise Neverland, 6.99 in the two seasons combined. There's 23 episodes, 12 in season one, 11 in season two. I keep hearing bad things about season two. I'm still not watching season two, at least not right now, because I don't want that taste of like that first season that was very chef kiss. I don't want that to go away. Um, But I keep hearing horrible things about that. And I'm just kind of, it kind of ticks me off. Sorry, guys. I don't know what that was about. But anyway, um, so, yeah, I absolutely love the show. I don't want to watch season two because I don't want it to be ruined uh, or ruin my opinion of the show. But the original season aired uh, January 10th. 2019 to March 29th, 2019, and then season two was January 8th, 2021 to March 26th, 2021. Um, the character that I actually chose from this show was uh, Sister Crone, um, who is 26. Uh, she didn't necessarily have an alias. We know that her occupation was a sister. Um, her skills, she's got high intelligence, enhanced speed, and enhanced strength. Um, we know all of that. Uh, so some random facts about her. She seems to be the strongest sister um, that's actually in like the sisterhood, which if you don't know the show, I'm not going to spoil too much of it. But sisters basically are caregivers over these orphan children. Um, so she's rumored to be the strongest sister there. Her name Crone in the germ is the German word uh, for crown, which fits with her desire to usurp Isabella's position as a mama, which a mama is basically like the head caregiver at these plantations uh, or at these yeah you know orphanages and things like that i kind of gave a spoiler right there i'm so sorry but um because i honestly didn't mean to um but yeah so she was a caretaker who helped run the gracefield house orphanage uh with isabella um there's some things that end up happening but you know she um yeah, just go watch that. At least watch season one, because I'm not going to tell you what happened. If you know the show, you watched season one, you know what happened. And you know she kind of deserved, you know, what ended up happening to her. But at the same time, did she? Did she, though? Mm, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. But you know some stuff happens to her. But we'll, I don't know. I don't know. Watch the show. Figure out what happened to her. Um, And if you watch the show, 
give me your thoughts on what happened to her. And you know what? Quick shout out to the German homies and and homets. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I still, I always, anytime I get an opportunity to give y'all a shout out, shout out to y'all. I think y'all are still holding strong as of right now. Y'all are still holding very, very strong at, um, I think it's 5% right now from a listenership point. Yeah, like still holding strong at 5%. And Canada is actually slipping in at 2%. Brazil's at 1%. But shout out to the Germans uh, for holding me down. And I wanted to make sure that I gave y'all a shout out when I got to this point. I literally put it in my notes. Give Germans a shout out. It's not there, but I thought about it off the top of my head. That's how you know I care. But anyway, um, let's move on to the next character. So the next character... Um, is from the show Attack on Titan. If you already, just by saying Attack on Titan, if you watch the show, then you know there's really only one black character in the whole show. So, I mean, it just, you know, you, you already know who it is. Um, the ranking is at 8.75 over five seasons. That's including part ones and part twos and stuff like that. Uh, 89 episodes total. It originally aired April 7th, 20, 2013 to present. Um, the character's name. So I'm going to try to pronounce this because I did it before I started recording, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to butcher it right now. Onya Kapono. Onya Kopono. I think that's it. Onya Kapono. Onya Kapono. It's the toughest name, I guess, to say because I, I, I can't even get it right all the time. We don't have an age. We don't necessarily have an alias. Um, he, we know his occupation. He was a soldier slash anti-Merlian um, volunteer. No skills. I mean, he's just a guy. Um, we know that he comes off as a friendly man, easily building a rapport with Hanji um, and other members of the scout regiment during his dealings with them. However, he also seems to have a rather serious mindset, becoming slightly perplexed by some soldiers' fixation on trivial matters during their preparations and praising Hanji for easily adapting to the technique and ideas introduced to Paradise, Paradise Island. There's not much to really say about Onyo Kapono, like uh, other than the fact that like one of the one of the guys who I listen to all the time, um, I know on social media or on um, on on Instagram, I believe he goes by um, he goes by Take My V Card, but I think it's, it's I know it's like I know his name, but you know I can't think of it right now off the top of my head. But I know his name. But I really like his content. I know him as Take My V Card. Like I said, I know he's got it's like white head or white the sheer. I don't know. Anyway, he knows his name. But I always give him a shout out because I, I like I like his stuff. I like the content that he does put out. Like I said, I just know him as Take My V Card. But anyway, um he made a very interesting point when it came to this show, right? Was like how come everybody else has, like, all these, like, very standardized names? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you have Reiner, you know, Gabby, Falco, all of these people, Yelena, like, Ymir. Like, I would even take Ymir. Like, I like all these, Aaron, Armin, Mikasa. Like, everybody's got a name that, you know, is, is kind of easy to say. You know what I mean? Like, everybody's got that. But not this, man. Not this man. This man has a whole Anyo Capono. Like you gotta give the one black character in the whole show. Um you gotta give the one black character in the whole show this random name that we know good and well nobody would you know what I'm saying, I don't know, name their kid. I guess it was based in the show, it's based off of like the God for their religion. 
or one of the religions that are there. Daquan Wiltshire, that's his name. Daquan Wiltshire. Sorry, Daquan. Like I said, I know you as you know, take my V card, but Daquan Wiltshire, and it was getting, it was bugging me. Go follow him on um, on YouTube, dude. Is absolutely hilarious, and follow him on Instagram at take my V card, dude. Is absolutely hilarious. But anyway, um, yeah. Why y'all have to give this guy this name? You know what I'm saying? We could have called him Jason. You know what I'm saying? Rocky. Like, there's, there's so many names we could have gave this man. But, um, anyway, yeah. So, moving on to the next character. And I have two more left, guys. So, the first character of the two we got from Sword Art Online. Again, if you watch the show, you know exactly who I'm talking about. Because there's really only one black person in this show. Um, so, Sword Art Online, 7.3 over 5 seasons, 100 episodes. Originally aired July 8th, 2012 to September 20th, 2020. Um, so the character's name is Andrew Gilbert Mills. I bet you can't believe that that man actually had that name. Cause I was today's year old when I found out that he actually had a name other than a Jill, because I only knew him as a Jill. That's what they've always called him. Um, we know that he's 30 ish. His alias again is a Jill, his occupation. He is a coffee owner or a cafe owner rather. And he's a merchant in game. Um, his skills, we know that he has high stats and two hand battle axe. Um, he's got equipment, very high equipment and tool appraisal, which makes sense because he's a merchant. Um, Agil is a, Agil is a friendly and very helpful person who is always looking out for others. He is also someone to rely on when, uh, on such as when he defeated the beta testers against, uh, a couple of different people, you know, that ended up giving Kirito a place to stay and helping others on lower floors. Like, the dude is just a nice guy. He's just a, you know, bald, nice guy. You know what I'm saying? Kind of reminds me of my, my, my friend Mike. You know, he's just bald, but he's nice. Um, he also can be a leader on the battlefield and will help his comrades and friends no matter what the cost may be. Um, although he acted as if he only cared about the money, Kirito commented that Ejil had spent all of his money helping mid-level players level up and a random fact about this because i didn't know this again because i didn't even know the dude's name was andrew gilbert mills right which sounds like a very pristine name see andrew gilbert mills versus anka capono come on now like you know what i'm saying like i, I come on all right hell i would have been okay if they had called him Giannis antetokounmpo like that's easier to say you know anyway i, I digress let me keep going the name of jill um, or Agil matches the first letter from Andrew and the first three letters of Gilbert. So that's actually how he ended up putting his name together. So I thought that that was very interesting, even though I could have just, I would have just been like, Hey, we took the first letter of his first name, the second, the two letters of his, you know, the first two letters of his middle name, and then the fourth letter of his last name. And that's how he put it together. I would have just drew it out if you were going to do that. But anyway, that's where his name comes from. So I thought that was very interesting. And the last character, guys, let's go ahead and wrap this up. So the last character that we're talking about, you know, I had to come to it. Black Clover 8.09 is the ranking, uh, 170 episodes. It originally aired October 3rd, 2017 to March 30th. 2021 absolutely love this show again if you haven't watched it make sure that you go back and watch it but if you watch the show then you know exactly who i'm about to talk about because again there seems to be only one of them somewhat um so the character's name is soul so soul 
It is 18. I didn't see an alias for her. We know that her occupation is a magic knight. Her skills, we know that she has earth magic. So she has like um, earth magic, earth creation magic, and reinforcement magic. Uh, so some facts about her. She is predominantly um, a misogynist. Uh, she believes most men to be incompetent and brutish and refuses to take orders from them. Yeah, it goes both ways. Um, however, she is willing to put aside her prejudice and work with men if it will help Charlotte and the Blue Rose Squad. Ever since uh, Charlotte ended up saving her from bandits, Soul has been inspired by Charlotte and looked up to her as a big sister. Uh, for those of you don't who don't know, Charlotte is actually the commander or captain of the Blue the Blue blue rose squad um so that's why she looks up to her as a big sister because she saved her um as such soul refers to charlotte as big sis or sis in general despite the captain's repeated corrections she always tells her every time don't call me sister like call me captain she tells her all the time but soul doesn't care that's just the type of person she is soul is also overprotective of her captain often threatening anyone who gets near or looks at the captain like you can't even look at this lady because i mean now you know what i'm saying charlotte is beautiful so obviously people want to look but nah, so not if sold is there. That's it. Like she, she will flatten you. She has no problem scrapping. You know what I'm saying? She is, she is there. Another ride or die, if you will. Um. So an interesting fact about her name and her, you know, just something about her, which I didn't know because I had to look it up in the wiki. But Soul is the fourth worst chef in the series. I can like. That to me is huge. Who are the other three? Like who? Who is the worst chef? Like I need to go find that out. I, I literally before I started recording, I was like, I need to look this up, but I didn't look it up. But I want to know. I'm going to find it. And I'm going to let you guys know. But she is the fourth worst chef in the whole series. I can only imagine who the other ones are. I know who the best one is. Charmy Senpai. It's got to be Charmy. Um, but anyway, and the second thing, the interesting thing about her name, right? So Soul, her name is Soul Moran. Uh, so M-A-R-R-O-N, or I guess Moran or Maroon, um, however you want to say it. Um, but Soul is French for soil, while Maroon or Marin is uh, French for brown. So it's like brown soil, brown character. I'm just saying the two are connected somehow. Hint, hint. But anyway, um, so yeah, so that's my last character. I love me some soul. She's really cool. Um, I'm glad that, you know, they introduced her into the show. She definitely has a, a vital part um, in the show. So yeah, so that is it, guys. Um, like I said, you know, we ended up kind of going through a list of some iconic um, black characters in anime. We went through Dorothy and Abigail from Great Pretender. We had on Fire Force, we had Charon and Ogan. Um, then we had the homie, the big homie Biscuit Oliver, aka Oliver from Baki. We had Sister Crone from Promised Neverland. We had from Attack on Titan, Ayo Capono, which I'm just going to call him Jason from here on out. Um, we had Andrew Gilbert Mills. Like that sounds like it should say Sir in front of that, uh, but aka Agile from. Um, from Sword Art Online, and then rounding us out, we had Soul from Black Clover. Um, so yeah, thank you guys for sticking around and supporting the show as always. Again, you know that you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Anime Talk or Anime Talk Twelve. Um, that's Anime Talk the numbers one and two. 
make sure that you guys reach out to me again. Let me know what you think about the show. Um, you know, I love interacting with you, the fans. Again, shout out to all my American listeners, obviously, first and foremost. But then shout out to the Germans at the 5% holding strong. Shout out to the Canadians coming in to, you know, third place at 2%. And then, like I said, I think Brazil is holding it down with actually 1%. So shout out to everybody, all the countries that are, you know, listening to your boy. Um, shout out to the, everyone who's supporting and sharing the show. Like I said, uh, I appreciate you all. Thank you so much. This it has been another awesome episode of Anime Talk with your host, Matt St. Jack. I hope that you guys have a great week coming up. Um, have fun. Be safe out there. And like I said, man, be the light that shines through the darkness. Peace. Peace.